get started here in just a second. Making sure I don't have any technical difficulties. Mr. Greg, how are you this evening? Good to see you. You'll have to grade my presentation that I have here because it's uh I threw it together hastily, but I think it uh I think it does the trick. So you are my biggest fan and I love that about you. <clears throat> All right. Let me go ahead and hit the intro music. Here we go. Thanks to everybody for joining this evening. I didn't frame this correctly, but anyways, this is episode 34 called Useful Idiots Array Live. Um, in case you don't know, my name is Conspiracy Kyle. This is my podcast called A Conspiracy in the Force. Um, it's normally kind of a scripted, pre-produced thing that I put out you know, every, every week or so. Um, but this time I want to do something a little bit different and add some, you know, visuals and audio and, and that kind of stuff to it to make it a little bit more interactive um, in addition to kind of the audio of, of what we're going to be be talking about tonight. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining. And a few, yes, we will be doing this. Janet, how are you? How are you? How is everybody else doing this evening? Good. I know the election stuff is still hot and heavy. I haven't been I try to follow it, but there's so much so much happening. Um a lot of it I think is good, but we'll we'll kind of see how that shakes out. Um a few things that I wanted to talk about before I get started with the podcast. Um and it, it, everybody <clears throat> Everybody here should know, you know, uh, Tommy G, Sideshow Bob, aka Bob's Lessons on Twitter, and, and Deplorable Janet, and that whole crew. I just want to um, let everybody know because people have asked a few questions about, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not involved with this, but at the same time, I hear, well, where's, where's No Mercy? Where's this? Where's that? Where's that? So, if, if anybody's been looking for um, the Discord that they they post, you know, video, um, you know, audio chats and things like that from time to time. The the Discord keeps getting banned, so they had to go to this gilded um server now. So anyways, if you go to fourdeep.com, you'll you can see the link there and you can sign up and you'll you'll get the link to to go there and listen to listen to all the, you know, audio stuff they do. You know, follow them all on social media so you know when they're dropping, you know, uh, new stuff. I know uh, a few days this week, Janet and Bob and James R. from from Pirate Radio did a few shows um, at night together, which which was was really amazing and, and great to hear. Um, you, they all did a great breakdown of everything that's happening with the election because there's so much, so many, so much news and so much disinformation out there that it was good to kind of get a real truthful source of what's happening. So, anyways, if anybody's curious about that, go check that out. Fourdeep.com, the Gilded server will get you to there um the chat and then when they have audio um content as well that will be posted as well 
Um, something else I wanted to talk about. Um, man, I did not frame this thing correctly. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, I started a YouTube page, which what I've been doing is going back to my original podcast episodes that I started several months ago and creating kind of visual versions of these, kind of similar to what we're going to be doing this evening. Um, you know, you'll see these all over the internet, right, where, where somebody has kind of an audio thing and then they have a little presentation just of, of images that go along with, with the things they're talking about. I think, you know, especially with Star Wars being as visual of a medium as it is with all the special effects and all the um, crazy stuff that happens, I thought it'd be good to kind of add in some visuals to to um, to go along with, with the podcast and then also visuals to show the things that are happening in in our world, the conspiracies and whatnot, I just think, I, I feel like it adds a little bit of an additional layer. So um, if anybody would, would be interested in that, it's Conspiracy Kyle on YouTube. Um, feel free to subscribe, share, etc. So eventually I'll have all of those up there, um, but kind of wanted to, to give those a run through and see how it looked. Um, and then another very important thing, 2020 win inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Janet and Greg here in the chat um, have been very helpful for me personally, trying to um, stay positive about all this crazy stuff going on because, you know, I I'm not immune to, you know, being misled by the media at certain points. You know, you go to Twitter, you know, you look at the homepage and all of it is, you know, terrible news. Oh, Trump lost 40 lawsuits. This is happening. This is happening. And most of it is garbage. So um, make sure that you're following people in the truth community that are putting out content that is in, in opposition to what the mainstream media is saying, because that is is more likely than not what is really happening, um, not just the spin that we're hearing from the mainstream media. So anyways, 2020 win inevitable. Yes, that's correct, Janet. Never listen to the media. It's fake and gay. All right. So with that being said, um, I'm, I'm really excited to do this tonight. I hope everybody finds this interesting. Um, so this episode is called Episode 34, Useful Idiots Array. So in Star Wars, there's this poker-style game in the underworld called Sabacc. It's spelled S-A-B-A-C-C. It's similar to poker, and if you want to know more about it, you know, there's lots of resources online. You know, I'm not that much of a nerd that I understand the Star Wars card game that's in-universe. Um, so if you want to check that out, go ahead, but it, it sounds it sounds pretty pretty dumb from my perspective. But anyways, um, so, so we'll be talking a little bit about this, about this game in relation to things going on in our world. So this game... <clears throat> Oops. So here's just, here's just some of the some of like the cards and stuff that are in the uh, in the game here. Hold on, let me uh, let me bring this back a little bit so you can see a little bit better 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 screen here. Okay. So this game has been discussed in Star Wars fandom since since the mid '90s. It was really popularized um, when there was a there was a, a very important card game between Lando Calrissian and Han Solo, which happened about 10 years or so before the original trilogy. And in this high stakes match, Lando wagered his spaceship 
um, because he, he thought he had the best hand possible and he ended up losing, which um, people may or may not know. Well, I guess they reference it in the original trilogy, but he basically signed over the Millennium Falcon to Han Solo. So um, you'll probably remember you'll probably remember this little clip from Empire Strikes Back. What are you doing here? Ah, uh, repairs. I thought you could help me out. What have you done to my ship? Your ship? Hey, remember, you lost her to me fair and square. Damn right. You lost that shit. Anyways, um, and we actually did get to see um, additional footage of, of, of the actual card game in the, uh, the Solo A Star Wars Story movie that came out a few years ago. So um, here's a here's kind of a clip from that about that about that match that they had. You walk away with enough to get yourself your own little ship. You call. I'm gonna clean you out again. I don't know. I'm feeling lucky. Ooh. Oh, you really have a bat for the Falcon, don't you? It's mutual, trust me. She belongs with me. <laughs> Do you have everything you need there, pal? So as you can tell, Lando was was cheating. He had these cards. He literally had these cards up his sleeve that he was trying to cheat with, and, and Han was able to to snag that from him using some sleight of hand. And you know the rest is the rest is history. So let's talk about the game itself. So in the game itself, much like poker, there's one hand that basically trumps all other hands, right? So in poker, it's the royal flush. In sabak, it's it's what you see here. It's called the idiot's array. So there's um. And this is just funky language in here, but it's a numbered one card and a numbered two card. And then this card called uh, the idiot, which is kind of hilarious. And I don't understand why it's it's called that. But anyways, I think it's I think it's pretty interesting. So um, in this this idiot's array was actually shown specifically in the um, Star Wars animated series called Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, basically like the Joker, yeah, but it it, it it's kind of like if I look at it too, it's like remember from Return of the Jedi, it's that little guy that sits on Jabba the Thro- Jabba the Hutt's throne, Salacious Crumb. So, I think that's kind of I think that's kind of a funny a funny little nod there. Um so anyways, I guess we'll hopefully uh Disney and Lucasfilm don't, you know, pull this presentation I have down since I'm sharing all these clips, but anyways, this um this card trick was actually shown in the uh, Star Wars animated series called Rebels, which came out several years ago. Um, and then it also did feature Lando in that as well. So, anyways, here's a small clip from that, just showing a little bit more about that card game. 
guess it's down to you and me. Except, uh, <laughs> it seems I'm all out of creds. What? So, I'll bet my droid. Huh? Whoa, you can't bet Chopper. He's... See, I can't lose. And you know we need the credits. All right. Do it. So, do we have a bet? <laughs> we do. Sabuck. <laughs> I win. Not so fast. It appears I have an idiot's rat. Which makes you, well... So, yeah, just a little bit more um, of that game. So when you think about this this idiot card, it's kind of an interesting parallel if you really think about it. So this is the most powerful card in the game, right? But to the player, it's really just used as a pawn or a tool to to win the game, right? After you use it to win the game, you know, the game's over, you shuffle it back into the deck, and it's not really, and it doesn't really matter anymore, right? So if you think about it, it's kind of a similar parallel in our world to this phrase that we like to call useful, useful idiots. And as you can see on the screen, here is a very big useful idiot, um, Justin Trudeau of Canada. Um, so, so yeah, similar type of thing, right? Useful idiots are used to accomplish a goal. And then when they accomplish that goal, they're, they're, they're useless. They're not, they're not necessary anymore. Um, so this was a, a nice little thing I, I saw, you know, how, how the left kind of just continually keeps changing their names to make it sound like it's something different than what it truly is, right? You can kind of see the tracking of, of what they're doing here. Um, if you look at Webster's Dictionary, it defines useful idiot as a naive or credulous person who can be manipulated or exploited to advance a certain political agenda. So before we get even more into you know, how this is used in our world. Um, there are a lot of instances of these useful idiots in Star Wars as well. Um, hold on one second here. Let me do this. Let me do this so the frame works better. Okay, perfect. Um, so speaking of Lando Calrissian, he's, he's one of the original useful idiots you see in the Star Wars trilogy. Um, as everybody knows from Empire Strikes Back, he you know betrays Han Solo. He turns him over to to Boba Fett to be turned over to Jabba the Hutt, etc. But he did that on the on the pretense from Darth Vader that you know if he did this, his, his operation that he had running in Cloud City would be saved. So um, he he was under the premonition that that Darth Vader was going to you know follow through on what they had quote unquote negotiated. But um, as we know, it doesn't necessarily work out that way. Lord Vader, what about Leia and the Wookiee? They must never again leave this city. That was never a condition of our agreement, nor was giving hand to this bounty hunter. Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly? No. Good. It would be unfortunate if I had to leave a garrison here. This deal is getting worse all the time. So you can, you can kind of see how he thought, oh, well, I just make this deal and everything is good. Well, no, it doesn't it doesn't work that way. You know, even though um, it may not follow the exact premise of the useful the useful idiot who's truly on this team 
it, it still kind of goes goes hand in hand with with what it with what it necessarily is it stands for. Um, two other useful idiots in Star Wars. Um, this is Count Dooku. Um, if, if you haven't seen the prequel trilogy, he he was a former Jedi Knight that um, Palpatine, well Senator Palpatine at the time, used and helped and, and helped. Man- they they worked together to manipulate this war between the Galactic Republic and what was called the the Separatist Alliance. So he helped broker broker that um, that that the dispute between those parties. He worked with this um, Confederacy to fight back and rebel against the the Galactic Republic. And Palpatine was truly under um, Count Dooku is a dick. That's right, Greg. I mean, I, I do truly love Christopher Lee. He's a friggin' amazing actor. You know, he's been, I think he just died a few years ago. But yeah, so his whole, his whole idea was he was, he was training up under Palpatine, uh, kind of as his apprentice, which is kind of interesting as he's, you know, a lot older. But he thought that, you know, helping Palpatine out would truly work in his, in his favor. And then once this new regime is built, that you know he would he would really truly come into his own in the in the Sith. But um, as as you can see here from this clip, it doesn't necessarily work out that way. And Palpatine basically throws him under the bus. Well, throws him under the bus and, and lets him be killed. Ouch. Good, Anakin. Good. <laughs> Kill him. Kill him now. I shouldn't. Do it. Do it. I love that part. Ouch. You know, it's kind of like overkill. I don't know why you had to use both lightsabers to chop his head off. I mean, one would do the trick. But but anyways, you get the idea, right? You know, Dooku in at this point in in the Revenge of the Sith, this is at the very beginning of the third movie, Palpatine has already sensed that Anakin Skywalker is the apprentice that he truly wants to have. He he sees more true potential in him than Count Dooku. So he basically offers him up as a as a sacrifice and, you know, takes uh, Anakin under his wing. After that, so again, another useful idiot. And then at the end of Revenge of the Sith, um, this guy, um, Newt Newt Gunray, which is kind of a hilarious name because it almost sounds like Newt Gingrich. I don't know if they're trying to say something there, but um, Newt Gunray and the other Separatist leaders. So along with Count, along with Count Dooku, they had they had raised this insurrection under the premise that there would be peace in the end. And that Palpatine would help bring justice to the universe and overthrow and turn this galactic republic into a galactic empire where they would all be um, be profitable and be wealthy and, and have everything they ever wanted. Um, and but similarly to what happened to Count Dooku, um, at the end of the movie, Palpatine. Oops, let me move the screen a little bit here. Palpatine sends um, Anakin Skywalker, well, he's basically Darth Vader at this point, to meet with these separatist leaders. He said, hey, I'm going to send 
um, my new apprentice, Lord Vader, to talk with you about, you know, uh, achieving peace in the galaxy. So let's uh, let's see how that peace happens. very peaceful. It's, this is basically the uh, peaceful protest. The war is over. Lord Sidious promised us peace. We only want to Very interesting line. Oh, the war the war is over now. You know, why are you doing this? The war is over. Everything's done. I thought we were gonna we were gonna get our reward at the end. Well, you they didn't they didn't get a reward. Once again, another bunch of useful idiots to the Empire. Um so so now switching over to, to our world, you know, the concept of useful idiots in our world is very prevalent as well, similar to the Galactic Empire dictatorship which basically just use people as means to an end, you know, communist governments do the same practice. Um, you know, what I'm about the video I'm about to show, I know a lot of you probably have already seen this before, but I think it's always a good refresher. Um, this is a 1984 uh, excerpt from a 1984 interview with Yuri Bezmenov, who was a KGB agent in Russia that defected, that defected um, to America. And he describes four different phases for American subversion, which is demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and normalization. So um, you can kind of, you know, think about everything that's happened in this year. A lot of these, I think, are really um, getting towards the end of what you really want to achieve. So he does he does discuss, um, without saying the specific term, but what what you, what happens with useful idiots in other. Oops, I gotta scrub to the right part here. Um, what happens with useful idiots once these revolutions reach their end? Now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia, paradise on earth, big brother government who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. Your leftists in, in the United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders, they are instrumental in the process of the... Of the uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation. When their job is completed, they are not they are not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them, when when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist Lenin has come to power, they, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen. Of course, they will be lined up against the wall and shot. But they may turn into the most bitter enemies. So basically, very similar to what we just saw with some of those Star Wars clips, right? You know, they, these separatist leaders and these um, useful idiots that follow the communist doctrines. Um, oh, what am I trying to say here? They they thought that this is what they really wanted, but they also, but they, but they knew too much, right? So if any, if anybody would flip or anybody would say anything about what was going on, you know, there would be huge huge issues. So 
Um, the the people they don't they just don't really truly realize what's going into when you're going down this path toward a communist socialist state. Really, once you realize what's truly happening, you know it's probably it's probably already too late. So um, here's just a few picture of some you know useful idiots. You know the whole Trump is not our president. You know here's the the BLM stuff, um, and then you have Antifa here too. So. Um, so speaking of useful idiots, there's something interesting I was looking at earlier today. Um, this is from, from Glenn Beck's website. I don't know if anybody had seen this article from earlier this year. Um, it, it, it kind of follows the Jeff Foxworthy thing. Like, you know, you know, you're a redneck if da, 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 but it's, you know, 21 ways to know if you're a useful idiot. So some of these are, are kind of humorous, but you know, they're all, you know, painfully true at the same time. Excuse me. So I kind of want to just go through some of these. Um, if you donate to a political organization without knowing how or where they actually use the money, you may be a useful idiot, right? So we, we see this a lot with the BLM stuff, how it's really going to that Act Blue organization, which in turn funds a lot of the Democratic candidates, which may or may not be um, fully on board with what, what some of the BLM stuff is is being pushed. So that one's interesting. Uh, number two, if you find yourself having to defend or explain political slogans you don't actually believe in, like defund the police doesn't actually mean defunding the police, you might be a useful idiot. Um, something interesting, you know, talking about kind of a quick sidebar, talking about defunding the police. This is just something I noticed the other night. So I was coming home from a friend's house the other night, you know, and it was after, quote unquote, our curfew here in Ohio, which is 10 o'clock at night. And there was no cars on the road. There was no cars on the road. There was nothing happening. So it, it led me to believe, you know, is is this defund the police thing happening um, implicitly by a lot of these lockdown rules, by a lot of these curfew orders? Are our state governments, our city, local township governments slowly decreasing the, the police force because of some of these orders? It, it, that's just something I, I had thought of. I was kind of curious if anybody had any thoughts on that. Uh, number three. If you join a protest march or rally in order to feel like you're doing something, you might be a useful idiot. So you see a lot of this on social media. Um, if, if you if you go to a protest or some sort of rally, Trump's not my president, whatever, you know, the rule is you have to post it on social media. You know, all those people post it on social media. Not that they really care about the cause. They just want people to think that they're doing something. Um, and, and even around here in, in Ohio, several months back when a lot of the of the uh, riots and protests and stuff were going on. I saw like, you know, these teenage girls like on a street corner, just holding up these signs and just kind of like laughing and smiling and stuff. And then not really understanding that they were not even really thinking that they were doing something. They just thought that they were supposed to do it and kind of just making a game out of it, probably posting it to Instagram and shit. So, um, number four, if you continue to rationalize and justify violence against innocent business owners, police or Brown statues, you might be a useful idiot. Yep, absolutely. Um, oh yeah, the whole black black square thing that was silly. If you if you you know think you need to wear a mask, um, there's a, there's a lot of these in here. You you kind of get the idea. But yeah, if you go to Glenn Beck's uh, website and look up this useful idiot thing, it's 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 pretty it's pretty interesting. I like I like this one here too. If you're using an iPhone to tweet a selfie wearing a BLM T-shirt and then also believe that capitalism is, is the problem, you might be a useful idiot. Uh, and that happens quite a bit. So I thought that was pretty, 
pretty interesting um, uh, article there. So that's that's all I had for today. And just in closing, um, don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Just make sure you do your own research. And I know a lot of people listening to this are already doing their own research. Um, but it's really important to know the truth about all the issues and um, figureheads that we are backing. Knowledge is power. We need to make sure we use it to our advantage so we're not misled and we can lead others down the correct path as well. I feel I, I do feel that a lot of this subversion is already happening here in the U.S., but I, I do feel strongly that a lo- there are a lot of truth-seeking people out there that that could make make a difference and, and hopefully try to push back this communism. I don't know if it, um, I don't know if it's just you know pushing it back temporarily for a few years. I mean, I think I think some of this stuff is probably bound to happen anyways. You know, is the is the American empire bound to fall at at some point? You know, I, I don't know. I w- I wouldn't be surprised if 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 things really dramatically change in the future. But anyways, um, you know, stay positive out there. You know, keep. Keep, keep speaking the truth and we'll, we'll go from there. So anyways, um, that's all I had for this evening. I hope this was interesting and informative. And if you guys like this, maybe I'll, I'll do some more um, like these in the future, especially because you don't have to look at my face either. So I, I, that's a, that's a plus for me. I, because I'm, because I'm staring at the, the screen looking at myself and, it's not always fun just to stare at yourself. So I, I kind of like to do, do this format here. Thank you, Janet. I like your face as well. And thank you, Greg as well. So, um, that is all I had. So like I said, don't be an idiot. Speak the truth. I love all you guys and may the force be with you. All right. I'll talk to you later.